We have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Become your own man, become your own woman. Be still. The highest form of prayer is to be still and know God. That hoover the holler stuff is a waste of time. Really. Be still and know God. So do the silent prayer morning and night. And so during the day, if you get caught up in your imagination, you forget about the present. Take a moment, come back to the present. Your body is in the present, all right? Come back to the present and things will start to happen. But you gotta become your own man. You gotta become your own woman. Everybody's a follower and it's a horrible mistake. You, you're gonna end up in a ditch, all right? Things are changing fast. How do y'all feel about this? So much so that a growing number of businesses will not even accept cash anymore. Yeah, they are starting to set up reverse ATMs that quickly turns cash into a prepaid debit card to be used on the fly. And Dre Clark explains from New York City. Dre, I've never heard of this. Mitch has never heard of this. They won't be in my business. Yeah, you know, I never heard of it either until I read about it last night. Uh, It's relatively new, but it's uh, slowly but surely catching on. You know, cash is really still cashless society. It's coming. Cashless society. The dollar is falling. But reverse ATMs are definitely the way of the future as more businesses look for ways to go cashless. Now, here you can see exactly how it works. You load money into a kiosk like you see here, and within seconds, you can get a receipt confirming your conversion and a prepaid active card. Many of the prepaid cards are either MasterCard or Visa, and you can use them anywhere where those cards are accepted. Some kiosks may actually charge you a five dollar fee uh, for the card. May charge a fee? Card. I am not an African American. I, I don't. I don't have an Afro. I have an Amerifro. There are no African drums beating in my chest. The American guitar is playing in my heart. I'm as black as black as the ace of spades. I grew up on a plantation down in Alabama, but I am 100% American. I love my country, and I really mean that. I really mean it. Niggas ain't making these devices. Who owned the patent to the switch? It ain't no nigga that look like me and you. But it's cool for you to kill up our block, spin the block, and call everybody that look like me and you ops and kill, kill, destroy, destroy. That's cool. Ain't nobody standing against that shit. But everybody want to say, I pledge allegiance to no snitching. Man, fuck y'all niggas, man. I'm, I'm, I'm over this shit. I'm grown in real life. I'm no jobs. snitching. What am I? I can't let you come in my neighborhood and, and, and run it down, bro. Young Jock. 
No, you can't sell that shit. These kids over here overdosing. Bro, you stand across the street selling fucking Percocet pills across the street from the, from the middle school. All your traps set up right here. I, why, why niggas ain't standing on that? Damn. Saturday shenanigans. I'm back. Beautiful day out. Beautiful day out. SoundCloud, Jersey Judah on SoundCloud, J-E-R-Z-E-E-J-U-D-A-H, and you'll see my face, I'm black, support the music, support the beats, like this one, God's Guidance, that's what I called it, God's Guidance. Tango down. You know what I mean? Another one. I shared last night's episode this morning as well, so y'all can check that out. I'm doing something now. It's like 1.30. By the time you guys are probably listening, it'll probably be later on during the evening. We're going to see what goes on tomorrow. Supposed to be chopping it up with my cousin. I think we're going to make that episode. He'd be my first official guest with the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Now, I had a couple people in the past with the Red Pill Party, but now nah, this ain't the Red Pill Party anymore. Party time is over. It's all serious biz now. Real discussions, real conversations and whatnot. With a growing audience, by the way. Growing listeners. Mm. This is heavy, man. Jersey, Judah. I'm not even going to do the black ops because we're not going to go super conservative. When I go super conservative, right? When I go super saying conservative especially as a black, that's when I'm going to play the Black Ops 1 music because y'all already know what it's hit for. 
So spiritual warfare between good and evil, not black versus white, not even right versus left, not Christian versus Muslim, not the Jews versus the Christians, good versus evil, which means there is good and evil in pretty much anything and everything when it comes to groups, right? You got me. I'm one of the good blacks, right? I'm trolling a little bit, but you got good black folks and you sure as hell have a lot of good white folks. And you got a lot of wicked niggas and you got a lot of wicked honkies out there. That's how I look at it. Say about racism, at least over here. This is all politicalism. All right. If it ain't right, it ain't right. If it ain't right wing, it ain't the right thing. All right. Bars. I'm black. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we do a little trolling, right? Hold up. We do a little trolling. It's called We Do a Little Trolling. It's a tad bit. You know what I mean? But on this episode, I don't even have the uh, the video's name. So just support the content creators that I mentioned, as I always say. Well, not always, but I say it a lot. Uh, Saturday Shenanigans. Replicant Fish and AJ's Rants and Reactions. I know that the replicant fish video is about um, men not men can't handle independent women for this reason or some other dumb shit like that. And then you got AJ's rants reactions. I believe he's talking about the gays, the gay bars in uh, Chicago, Illinois, that are um, boycotting Bud Light. Can you believe that? What the? It's good versus evil, gay versus trans, everything, anything. And guess what? I'm going to say something that's unpopular. There's good in the gays. There's some trans people that are against these multiple genders. They will call themselves a trans woman. They won't call themselves a woman. What the? So you got good in everything. But then you got wickedness. You got these uh, satanic temples that are now offering child sacrifice, a.k.a. abortion. Abortion is child sacrifice. I'll just throw that out there. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'll just throw that out there. But before we get into the videos, yeah, uh, yeah, the AJ's Rancher Reaction video is about uh, the gay bars, the gays. Right. The gays, they're boycotting. They're not selling Bud Light because of a transformer. They're not. They're not going to be selling that. The gays are waking up. What the? All right. It's all jokes, trolling, whatever. Um, The question I want to ask is. Why do some only pray while in pain instead of at peace? Why do some only pray while in pain instead of at peace? When I'm at peace, I'm in my time of prayer. And it's not prayer that people think, oh, get on your hands and knees, thank the Lord, scream out, hallelujah. No. No. No disrespect to people who do that. But the people who do that tend to be very hypocritical. They're Christians when they're in crisis. When they're in a crisis, they're Christian. When they're doing well, they forget they forget about God. Well, I got to do this. I got to do that. What the? 
And the people like myself, I'm nothing special, by the way. Just want to let people know. Um, when things are going good, that's when I'm in prayer. I'm in prayer more so when things are going good than when things are bad. Right? Because I want to hold on to that position. I want to hold on, uh, you know, to the benefits and money that I make and, you know, all the other shit. So I'm more in prayer when I'm doing good. When I'm doing bad, it's like, okay, I got to do something. I can't look to the sky. I got to make things happen. But when I make things happen, I get praise when I'm actually at peace rather than in pain. You know, people are sick. Oh, I'm sick. Pray for me. I'm doing this and doing that. You never hear people say, I'm doing good. I'm successful. Pray for me. They're like, why? Why would we pray for you? Because you want to you want to stay humble. You don't want to forget who you are. You don't want to forget where you come from. Right. Just a question I wanted to ask with some people, especially Christians. They only mention God. They only mention Christianity when things are bad, when things are going bad, because, oh, we need the Lord's we need the Lord's help, Lord's prayer. God, where are you? But when you were doing good, you didn't say nothing. You wasn't like, thank God I'm I'm, I'm alive. Thank God I have this. Thank God I have a job. Thank God I have a car. Thank God I have a roof over my head. None of y'all do that. But if you lose your job, <laughs> you lose your car, right? You lose those opportunities. You go to the Lord like, Lord, I need my things back. What the? He looking at you like, nigga. <laughs> Seriously, though, really think about that. Why do some people only pray while in pain instead of at peace? What better time to pray when you're not in chaos? What better time to pray when you actually have something good going on? To give thanks. When things are going right. They use God as a fucking uh, a panic button. What the? I just felt that in my spirit. I just had to say that uh, for the question of the show. Everything else we're going to be talking about has nothing to do with this. So I just want to let people know. I'm not going to do no sermons or nothing like that anytime soon. Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? But we got Rep Can't Fish. We got the raw, the real, the red pill with this episode. As I'm slowly stepping back, getting more political as a MAGA radical Republican. <laughs> it just sounds funny, man. I'm sorry. The MAGA Republicans. All right, so let's go into uh, either Replicant Fish or it's AJ's Rants and Reactions. One or the other. Not sure which one it is. Don't even have my playlist open. I'm black. Very unorganized episode. Hence, Saturday shenanigans. So let's get into it. Hey, guys. AJ here. Back with another one for you. So, guys, we're... We're going to keep talking about this Bud Life of foolishness. Because really, guys, it must be Christmas early or something. 
It really must be Christmas early because this is the gift that keeps on giving, guys. It really is. And guys, please, at every moment that you can on any social media that you can, point and laugh at Anheuser-Busch. This is hilarious, right? So, guys, we have a, a couple articles here. Look, so Chicago gay bars boycott Bud Light after <gasps> Anheuser-Busch walks back on Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> and Faster. So this is from Outkick, right? And then another one here from Chicago News about this too. Here. So that's basically all the gay bars in Chicago are boycotting Bud Light. Oh no! Tango down. The gays. I can't believe it. I mean, it is it is a joke in itself, but at the same time, people don't understand how. The gays, they're not really too happy with this whole thing going on. They don't want to be, their communities don't want to be included in child mutilation and things of that nature. No, 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 no. They they step back. They want their own shit. They want their own community. They don't want to be mentioned with any other community. Just like how blacks feel about gays. Like, cool, you're gay, do you. Don't connect your struggle to being black. Just stop it. You create homophobes doing that <laughs> they create gay bashers like the gays create the gay bashing it's like it's an announcement well i'm gay so you know i'm gay and it's like all right whatever man do you just don't you don't have to announce it to everybody because people frankly don't give a fuck and you would think these people would be happy, like, hey, you know, we're accepted. We have this and that. No, they want domination. Oh, let's introduce this shit to the kids. That ain't going to be a disaster. No, I don't see nothing going wrong with that. Let's bring drag queens in. Uh, let's bring let's bring drag queens, which is men dressed like women. Some of them have beards. Like, how could you consider yourself a woman and still have a beard, bro? At least go all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the? Despicable. Because of the statement that, that, that they did two days ago or whatever on saying that, yeah, the Dylan Mulvaney thing wasn't an actual marketing campaign. It was just one post. So they're basically trying to dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. So now they're being uh, boycotted by the very people that they tried to appeal to. But they got boycotted the first time. <laughs> I never think that I would see a company really kick itself in the balls this way, right? So, do uh, do the trans do they have a flag? I know that that may sound like an ignorant question, because what I notice <clears throat> with like the gays and the trans, they go head to head for like um, attention, pretty much. They're like bitches. They're like hoes. Who can get the most attention? And then what happened was. When the trans community, not entirely the trans community, but the, I hate to say it, the radicals within the trans community, although a lot of us do see it as radical in itself, they go as deep as, hey, my child who can barely tie a shoe, he wants to be a girl. My child uh, wants to be a woman. And it's like, how sick and how disturbing is it that these things are really happening? These operations, these kids are being mutilated. That's a conspiracy theory. No, it's a conspiracy at this point. Assholes. 
Y'all all sat back and said, hey, what's wrong with that? Then it happened to the children. Oh, this is out of control. Really? You didn't see it coming? A lot of us saw it coming. <laughs> a lot of us saw it coming. A lot of us were called uh, hateful. We hate trans. We hate gays. And it's like definitely not the case. I disagree with the activity, but they're their own people. I'm not going to lose any sleep over these people. I'm just a commentator, but the gays I've noticed really separated themselves. And lesbians, lesbian, the gays and lesbo uh, community, they've separated themselves from the trans because this is just how I see it, my perspective. From the gays, they, they see it as enough is enough, right? Like this whole, you know, now the children are doing this and that and they they kind of they kind of just said we're done we're not dealing with these people so the reason why i wondered if the trans community had a flag of some sort is because the gays seem to be upset that these people are included in their community keep in mind these are the people who are about inclusion and diversity and equality and at the end of the day it's all bullshit like no we have our own community we want them to stay away because you see these people they all got the the flag the rainbow shit they just made the rainbow gay isn't that bad i mean i'm not saying that like i'm sure people understand what i'm saying right like they've turned the rainbow into something gay isn't that incredible how much power people have now when you see a rainbow you think oh that's that's gay and it's not it's not like the be hateful about it. It's like that's what they identify a bunch of colors. They're colorful individuals. They're gay. Right. But what do like the trans? What do they have? Do they have like some sort of emblem or something? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious. As we're going to jump into these articles. But before we do, please remember to like, subscribe, drop a comment. It helps keep this channel channel going. And guys, please hit that notification bell. So. A group of Chicago gay bars will no longer sell Bud Light after Anheuser-Busch distanced itself from Dylan Mulvaney. So Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch have faced incredible scrutiny and outrage after the beer brand teamed up with Dylan Mulvaney, whose entire brand seems to be mocking women for a March Madness promo. So the backlash was... And you remember when I said this in a, an episode? If you didn't, I'm going to reiterate it. The women today are getting upset. It's the women and the gays, but, you know, you have the lesbians as well. But you'll hear more straight women now go against this shit. And these these men who claim to be women, want to be women, do anything they can, act a certain way, talk a certain way, destroy their bodies that God blessed them with. They destroy their bodies that God blessed them with. And hopes to being someone that they're not. Now the women are feeling mocked well how dare this guy just this tranny that's and look and i'm not saying it it's just how these women can talk about the issue remember what i say women can pretty much get away with anything verbally she can talk about men are trash kill all men what's up with the trannies they'll say everything despicable and they'll get no consequences and repercussions from it if a man if, if i were to seriously say that I would be just terminated from existence. 
the gay mafia will find me. The trans, the trans terminators will find me. The Antifa tards will find me, right? But I, but I go out there and I go against the grain. These people ain't shit. They don't have power over me. You know what I mean? They don't fear me. I have the fear of God, and that's it. The fear of God and the fear of failure. But these people down, they want to call the shots. And they blatantly put their agendas out there to the children. So when the parents speak up and go, hey, I don't want my son to know about this shit. Oh, you must be hateful. You're wrong. You guys need to really think about taking your kids out of school because shit is getting very wicked out here. If these if these teachers aren't trying to teach your kids, they're out here trying to fuck your kids, man. What the? Lift and unrelenting. As a result, Anheuser-Busch uh, CEO Michael Dukaris attempted to distance the brand from Mulvaney. He said... And I quote, guys, cor- corporate douche voice, okay? This was the result of one can. <laughs> it was not made for production or for sale to the general public. It was one post, not a formal campaign or advertisement. Actually, this guy seems like the type of douche who would say advertisement. <laughs> and he's not English, you know? Anyways, so clearly he doesn't want anything to do with Dylan Mulvaney. And Anheuser-Busch CEO Brendan Whitworth's previous comments also made, made it clear that the brand would move on. Apparently, these people now are starting to realize that getting a person who is, in fact, a male, a man, well, he's a male, but beta male, right? Big time beta male. Hold up. He's a white man. White man. White liberal. <laughs> beta. But he's a white man. There's <laughs> a white man, white liberal. Beta. Burn. <laughs> we do a little trolling. It's called we do a little trolling. Burn. Anyway, these these people finally came to the realization, right? And it's mind blowing. It's really amazing if you think about it. They came to the conclusion that getting a man or a male who identifies as a woman to advertise your company at this particular time where there is so much turmoil. It's crazy to admit that the world is in a bigger crisis than it was during the sixties and civil rights and affirmative action. All this shit is on steroids. Now we went back to dividing ourselves We went back to almost being tribalistic. And I mean the blacks. They don't got any white friends. What the? Got to get yourself some white friends. Got to. They're very informative. Not all of them, of course, but generally speaking, these people happen to be informative. They tend to talk about more important things than, you know, Sports, sneakers, and shit like that. FYI, just so just so you know. 
Well, that's not okay. The Two Bears Tavern Group. <laughs> two Bears. I'm it's done. It's a gay bar called Two Bears. <laughs> Yo, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, uh, it's a fitting name. It's a gay bar, so it's like, what do you expect? Uh, the Flamingo. Like, just think about... Like, the gays, they have, like, free range. Because, like, when you think of gays in this country, what do you think? You think, let's be honest, you don't think regular guys who just live their lives and just so happen to be gay. No. You think of overly flamboyant, sassy, zesty, out-of-pocket men who switch like bitches and all that other shit. And look, there's gays... That are normal. I know that sounds bad to say, but there's gays, gay male, a uh, gay men, I should say, who are who are men who just so happen to be gay. The man part is important. They're not switching around like a hoe. They're not talking like a hoe. But we've like everything completely flamed, everything zesty, everything overly fragrant (laughs) extra gay shit that's what the country and what they've done is they've made it so blatant so obvious that they want people like me to react the way that I react so they can say I'm hateful which I'm not do what you want keep it away from the kids You guys, if you don't get that, go and watch that sunny episode where like Dennis and Mac are talking, talking about who's a bear and who's an otter and stuff. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So I have no clue to talk about. Two Bears Tavern Group, which owns four gay bars. The gays? And rea- okay, gay bars <laughs> boycott B- B- Bud Light and has a question. Okay, it continues. In reaction to, to Whitworth's comments from several weeks ago and two executives having forced to leave after the fallout, Two Bears Tavern Group Announced Thursday, it's discontinuing of all Anheuser Busch products, including Bush. Tango down. It's not a good look for uh, Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch, right? It's not looking so good. Didn't the broad get fired or some shit? Some bitch that ran it. Some woman, you know. <laughs> we do a little trolling, but some broad. She ran that. She decided, hey, it's, you know, we should include these people, but they don't give a fuck. It's like, hey, let's make, let's see how much money we can get by just pandering. We've already pandered to the blacks. We've pandered to the gays. And now we're going to pander to the trans. We're going to get this man who thinks he's a woman, actually did advertisement and did sponsors for uh, a tampon company. Supposedly, I don't fucking know these people despicable but they they let it go like hey because like i said this whole diversity inclusion shit on a business corporation um economic position that's all it is it's economics it has nothing to do with feelings they don't give a fuck about you your personal experience your life who you fuck you got something that everybody's talking about right you're trans so it's the talk of the town if we incorporate you into the company, we'll get more people on board. It didn't work. 
the way that they thought. They were able to do it with Black Lives Matter because white people didn't want to be seen as quote unquote racist for not supporting Black Lives Matter. The organization, of course, not Black Lives. But people don't figure it out. So me, a black man, has to risk it all to say I don't support Black Lives Matter. I don't support the fucking movement. I support black lives. I don't support the borderline communist Marxism that is within the black lives and how they were able to manipulate those so well and to get them to believe that what we're doing is to help you. These these blacks that created this shit, they're on one of their fucking uh, mansions somewhere cooling out. You don't hear a lot about Black Lives Matter much. This is why the blacks, if anything, the blacks need to start their own shit. Legit. And don't get help from the white man. Do it yourself. Then when you're established and you got people, and this is this is to the blacks who aren't, you know, super duper pro-black, anti-white this, anti-white that people. There's still enough of us out there. Start your own shit from the ground up. Get it somewhere. And then market it out there for other people to participate. What made the Black Panthers so dangerous? People that don't know, I'm a I'm a big supporter of the old Black Panther Party. I am a former uh, quote unquote radical lefty, and I still believe that you know the reason why the Black Panther Party was wiped out by government was because they had too much of an influence to a point where whites wanted to emulate them. They're like, hey, we want to be Panthers too. Those niggas didn't say, don't don't, don't ever say that again or we kill you. They say, no, create your shit. Create your movement and we'll support you. That's what the Black Panther Party did for the whites, the whites who wanted to participate and who a lot of them were sincere, very much so radical, wanted to wreck shit during the time of true racial uh, discrimination, separatism, and all that other, um, all these other great things, right? They took them out because they had an influence on the opposite. If they only have influence on their side, it's good. Like, think about it. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, JFK. All these people had influence on the other side, and that's when they became dangerous. If I was just opposed for the Blacks, and I was just able to grab a black audience, they'll say, oh, okay, that's cool. Just another black guy. But if I can incorporate what I say to all people and I don't discriminate racially, I discriminate character-wise. It's just going to be a more organic. It's like Malcolm X coming back from Mecca, right? It's Malcolm X coming back from Mecca. Watching others who look nothing like him, some darker than him, some whiter than him, praying to the same God, he realized the the brotherhood within prayer, or the fellowship, if you will. So when he came back, it wasn't about, you know, separating. It was actually trying to bring people together. And that's when the government had to take him out. I'm getting radical here. But now I take that same spirit, I take that same energy, I take that same information and better myself for where I'm at currently because I'm on the opposite end. 
for black, I'm as I'm as right wing as I can be without cooning. I don't need to coon. You know, I don't need to do no yes massa, no massa. Okay, y'all ain't gonna catch me like that. All y'all other democratic, despicable demons. Not all y'all, but the few of y'all. Y'all go along with these people and what they say. Just, just, just off of their information and not knowing much about these people. It's the same with the Clintons. It's the same with the Obamas, and now it's and now it's Biden. Y'all constantly follow what these people tell you to follow. It's interesting that a white person can say that a black person who's a conservative or a black Trump supporter has a mental illness and not be considered a racist. It would be like me saying a lot of you white Democrat liberals are fucking retarded. It would be similar to me saying that. And that doesn't go well with people. Just go, you're some type of racist. No, I'm a politicalist. All right. I'm a politicalist. See, I I grew up, and when I went to high school, I was around um, a lot of the rednecks, the hillbillies type type people, and I would conversate with them, and they would look at me like, "What the fuck?" I I want I want a worldly perspective. And I think with just my my social experiments, not even experiences my social experiments to just see what other people think about certain things and to do it in a very unorthodox yet organic fashion. Besides a few questions that I have for the show, I don't write notes. I used to do that, but then I real I just, I didn't like it. It was like theater or it was like, because I'm writing it down, it's like um, sort of like, pre-orchestrated it just, I didn't like it so I just said fuck it I'm just gonna speak my mind and I got time it's Saturday so we can go we can go two hours or more probably because the video is boring man yeah the gays the gay people are um well the gay bars and shit they're not participating in the fucker either now it's not because some of them are fed up with it it's a business right if people see that oh these guys sell bud we're not coming in there dude there's people that are like that me personally, I don't give a shit. If you give me a Bud Light, if it's cold, if it doesn't have that fairy shit on there, I'm going to drink it. <laughs> I'm black. Give a fuck. I don't care about any of this. Because if you people had the same belief for that, you wouldn't be wearing Nike. Uh, and there's a couple of other clothings that they incorporated, you know, gayness into. You remember Little Nas X? He did the demonic 666 Nike shoe. Y'all devils still wear Nikes? I got Nikes on right now. I got Nikes on right now. I'm black. All right. So that's why I don't go too deep into judgment. Because to, to judge others without judging yourself or to have to have so much expectations. How about this? Right? This is deeper. To have to have so much expectations for someone else and not have nothing, have no stock, invest nothing into yourself, it's the most foolish thing you can do in the world. 
But all these people, man, everybody's fighting for their little for their little piece of attention, really. That's what it is. Like bitches, just bickering about shit. Oh, I did it first. No, I did it. No, I did it. It's like, shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the? Beat it. But now it's a separation now, today, that's being revamped under Joe Biden, right? It's almost like they want to get the whites to, like, fully admit that in certain parts of the community, they don't like the blacks. And it's like, I'm so realistic with it. Like, I don't consider that racist. Like, if, if it's a white person that goes into an area predominantly black, they'll be looked at weird. They'll be looked at funny. And these whites are like, you know what? I don't, I don't like this area. We should stay away from this area. Today, these white liberals, they're brave. They walk through the fucking hood, man. These white liberals, I'll give it to them. They've controlled the blacks for so long that they just let them walk through the neighborhood and walk in the middle of the street and drive past stop signs. Like they they allowed to do anything and everything. They're like fucking Jesse James out here, outlaws. The wicked west, the wild west, western civilization. We are the real wild we are the real wild west. I want people to realize that. We are the real wild west. But now they've they've created this system and it is a system of racism, but it's not racism the way that leftoid blacks would think. Oh, I know we being oppressed, we being held back. No, 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 no. Not necessarily. We're being held back by uh, one another. We're literally being held back by one another. The blacks who go, hey, man, there's something more to life in separation, right? The blacks who are ahead of their time in a lot of ways, because you still got people living in the past and blacks, whether they want to admit it or not, I'm black. Uh, whether they want to admit it or not, there's somebody in their families or in their circle who are constantly reminding them of what blacks were. And you being a black, you don't have the opportunity to be anything where now you can be amongst everybody, right? Now you can drink at your own water fountain. Now you can go into the movies. You can go into the diners. You can do everything that the blacks before us cannot do, yet you still complain. This is the real, this is the real radical black, right? <laughs> just someone who points out just common sense like we're not struggling like that man we're really not stop letting these whites pander to you at least let right-wing whites pander to you because at least some of them mean it they're a little bit more genuine they'll tell you the history like yo you know the party you support started the clan right like that's the first thing the, the the whites will say on the right of course conservative you know real red-blooded american whites They'll tell you, like, yo, uh, the party that you're supporting happens to be responsible for the Klan. You do know that, right? That's how they'll, that's how they'll bring it up. And I was supposed to talk about um, uh, red pill shit, which I might still do it, but who? Do, that gets boring. But anyway, 
the whites on the right, like the the the, the whites who are not like too far gone to where they're like, we don't even want to talk to the blacks. We don't want nothing to do with them. Right. Those people are the ones st- trying to wake niggas up. Like, listen, um, slavery and all this, these other things, right? Like it, it happened, but it didn't just start with us. And it's not all about us. The whites are at least the white man's nigger, which was the Mick, the Irish, which I'm part Irish, so well my family's uh part Irish. So I'm allowed to use that. I got the M word pass. How about that? It's funny, right? The M word pass for Mick. Irish. Alright, all right. Anyway. The <laughs> the the first American slaves were were actually uh the Irish, right? Now the Irish who know about themselves, who really know about their history, they'll they'll be the first ones to tell you. You won't even have to research it. Because some of them, they're tired of hearing the victimhood mentality. And you're gonna have whites who are tired of blacks being a victim. And 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 a lot of blacks will say, well, those people are racist. They're going, they're going like, no. We want you to have the opportunities because you have the opportunities we have. You're just going to have to make it happen. You can't just sit around, talk shit about the white man, and then expect the white man to help you out when you're in need. That's all. Think for yourself. Don't let these parties think for you. I don't let the Republican Party think for me. I acknowledge the Republican Party because of its origins. And there was one time where the blacks were all were were entirely um, damn near Republican. There was no switch that people talk about. That didn't take place. What ended up really happening, for those who want to know, when the Civil War ended, a lot of, like, when the Civil War ended, it was a bloody battle, right? In the country, within the country, within people in the country. Does that sound familiar? We got to make sure as a people we don't get to that point going forward. Because this civil war will have very little to do with race. Because you'll have blacks like me who stand more so on the conservative right wing center. But at times I go radical. So I would say right wing perspective. And you're going to have a lot more blacks who are left wing. But then there's those on the left who realize what was going on in the last presidency. They realized they were lied to. And now they kind of have to sit back and really analyze what's going on and what's going what's going to happen going forward if they get this senile piece of shit in office for another four years. It's gonna get it's gonna get messy. It's gonna get messy, man. And all the people that say, oh, these politicians don't matter, this and that, it's like cool. If, if 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 what I believe in politics don't matter, then what you believe in your favorite sports teams, the sneakers you wear, the clothes that you wear, the shitty music you listen to, that doesn't matter to me either. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 all my my point is. And with these people, you know, going against um, you know, the beer, you know, but Bud Light, whatever the fuck this shit is. Kid Rock, he shot, I forgot, he shot like some type of assault weapon. 
he shot an assault weapon at a bunch of beer cans, and I found it entertaining. But uh, people are really taking this shit to heart. And the gay the gay bars are only going along with it because they're probably losing business. The gay bars, think about that. The gays are waking up. What the? I think we're going to move on to this uh, replicant fish video. And, uh, yeah. She says men can't handle a real independent woman. Jesus. For this reason. Feel that the men that are available to us, I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all. Um, they are not positioned to protect. Trust me, I've done them all. Another 304 slut. Wow provide because of some of the statistics we just provide. talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources. And some of them enough. are not even showing up in the leadership. They don't got enough. And once again, I have to remind women, you being strong and independent, only bringing, like you being, you claiming to be strong and independent is only bringing problems to a man. That's all you do as strong and independent. The money you make doesn't mean shit to a man because a, a man ain't trying to benefit off your money. And even if he was, you stingy with your shit any goddamn way. So that don't matter. Oh, you're strong. You're problematic. You're aggressive. You're argumentative. You're toxic. You're true. True toxic femininity comes from the strong and independent woman. It's like the same thing with so-called alpha males. Where they got to tell you, oh, I'm an alpha. So an alpha does this, alpha does that. They're jabronis, right? Because a person who's really about that, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't have to tell you. You just know. They're not around with a shirt that says alpha male, top guy, bullshit like that. You know, materialism, ho shit. You ever notice with, like, attire, women make the clothing? Like, women create the fat. Like, women almost create the fashion in that sense. Where, like, a woman can have on absolutely nothing. Well, not nothing, but, I mean, material-wise. She got knockoff name brand shit. A man's not sitting back critiquing, like, oh, that's a fake coach bag. If they do, they're hoes. They're women. If they do that, if they're analyzing what a woman has... Like, in, in, in a sense of, oh, she does this, she does that. He a hoe. That's what hoes do. Women have the advantage of really going out there and claiming that she's not moving forward until a man has all this, this, that, this, and that. And as they talk about it, the years go by, they get less attractive. They don't learn anything because they're still stuck in their thoughts and stuck in their ego. I'm still strong and independent. I'm just... 35. I'm just 39. I'm just 58. And, you know, these men need to straighten their act or they're going to lose a great one. And these women are the ones that are losing sleep. They're saying, well, I have this career. I have this money. I got the bag. She did it for the bag. I got the bag. Right. I don't need a man, but I sure as hell want one. Where are all the good men? Where are the good men at? Meanwhile, she was getting completely destroyed 
sexually by everything and anything but good guys. Despicable. Dusty AF. Men. In other words, you're dusty. Across every age and color spectrum, you're all pretty much dusty. You don't earn as much as her. No one cares. From BBC.com. In specific locales, young women make more than their male counterparts, earning 120% of men's salaries, in some cases, in some high-earning broads. They don't fucking give a shit. Why is the pay gap flipped in certain areas? Which is my point. West Virginia is a U.S. state commonly cited for its coal mines and country roads, not for its place in the pay gap conversation. But according to a new Pew Research Center analysis of U.S. Census data, the metropolitan area of Morgantown, the state's third largest city, home to West Virginia University, is one of only a few places in the nation where women out-earn their male counterparts. and some wealthy broads. In this area, the median salary of full-time female workers younger than 30 is 14% more than the median salary of men in the same group. Bruh. Damn. In fact, the Apple... Kudos, but who really has the advantage if you flip the script, right? The man who is in that position to be over women and to have all these things that these women all want. These women all want to be a part of his lifestyle and what he has and what he's doing versus the women who have all these things, they're bitter. The men that see that they have a lot of money, they go, okay, that's cool. But then a lot of them realize, wait, she might be a cunt, right? She might, she might be a strong and independent woman, but we don't want that. Oh, you can't handle a strong woman. You're right. You got me. You win. City is second just behind Wenache, Wenachi, Wenachi, I think, not sure, in the state of Washington, on a top 10 list of metro areas where women younger than 30 come out on top comparison. There's like a fair going on, right, where I'm at. And... Like, look, all right, so they got a fair going on. And it's just all these, like, out-of-shape whites. Like, what's going on with the whites, right? Niggas is out of shape, out of breath, standing still out of breath. What the? It's only 70 degrees. These old, fat, white guys, and, and blacks, too. I'm not, I'm not racist. When it comes to my disdain, I tend to not discriminate. I pretty much dislike everybody, including myself at times as equal as the next person. Okay? With that being said, it's a lot of these out-of-shape whites. They're just walking around, like, gut out. and Like, the women, too. It's like, I know y'all ain't pregnant. There ain't nobody fucking with y'all. But why y'all so out of shape, man? What's going on with the whites? You know, blacks are out of pocket, too, but, you know. Just had to bring that up. It just seemed like a couple of just discombobulated type bitches, right? Like, they had the weirdest shapes. Like, bitch was shaped like a goddamn octagon. Like, what's going on here? What's going on with the whites? Oh, look, we got a blue hair white chick. What the... F- a, f- a, f- a fat blue hair white chick. Let's just be honest here. 
you got to realize something. If people claim to be real Americans and all this other shit, you got to understand the First Amendment. This could be seen as a parody. It can be taken completely serious. It's up to you, whoever's listening. Okay? <laughs> I just want to bring that up as well. But all these out-of-shape whites, dude, like, what's going on, man? I mean, as a black man, I realize, you know, I got a lot. I got a lot against me as a black. And it's not it's not the way that, like I said, the leftoids think it is. Oh, white supremacy, this and that. No, I got to worry about niggas talking like this, man. <laughs> Let's be real. I got to worry about the blacks. But these fucking out of shape white people walking around now, you know, they want to walk the dog. They out here looking like a hot fucking mess. But I give them credit. They just don't give a shit. You know, they go out there like, fuck it. I know I got a gut. So what? You know, I admire that. Out of men, you know, women, I I really can't. Because like I said, it's almost the idea of like women being rewarded for bad behavior. Like when a woman doesn't take care of herself, she's beautiful. She's a 10 no matter what. If a guy doesn't take care of himself, there's no exception to the rule. Really think about this. I've been talking about this shit for years, so I'm not really saying anything entirely new. But every now and then I reiterate just for people who haven't you know, been listening or the people who were listening but just weren't paying attention. So in other words, in a part of West Virginia, there are some women who are out earning men. It's a place where the gender wage gap, it just it doesn't exist. It can't exist. It's backwards. Yeah? My point is, in modern times... They are now positioned to protect pr- pr- yeah. Women are shaming men for not earning as much money as if men are just lacking for some reason. Not understanding that, well, some men may be lacking, all men aren't. A lot of men don't have as much opportunities as women to make money nowadays. Someone said that's wrong and weak-minded. So it's been two years now since I quit my 9-to-5 job as a legal assistant to become a spicy content creator. A woman could get... So you got another whore, guys, another harlot, who decides, you know, my job, uh, my career, what I actually get paid for, eh, I'll put that aside and um, I'll post myself nude for money. I'll become an electronic prostitute. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's logical. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's a very, um, you know, that's a very noble thing to do, right? Women don't have, some women just don't have humility in them. Their humility comes with their consequences later on in life. They'll make all the bad decisions now because of their influencers and people that tell them you got to live your best life. You only live once. All this horse shit. They follow that and become whores and harlots in the process. Then when the money runs dry or things didn't go as planned for, she can go back to the victimhood mentality and say, well, these guys manipulated me. No, bitch, you're the one that decided to do all this. Take your clothes off for a living. Now you deal with the consequences. Now you deal with the consequences. I'm cooking up now. 
job through education and career legal assistant and have a nice life if that doesn't work if she looks good enough what else can she do spicy content creator now as a man spicy content creator can you do that <laughs> knowing that you've said that you cannot teach a man or tell a man how to be a man so sure. i will not ask you to indict oh, me in this question but i do want you to speak ayanla to how women need to uh I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns, right? Okay, uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> crowns, right? Every time I have to make a point to something where women use their crowns, right? Majestic goddess, divinity, bullshit, energy. It's just always like, okay, all right, I'm going to skip over all of that crap and address you as a woman. From the beginning, she's upselling herself. Women that deify themselves over men, as a lot of modern women do, they're just better than us. Oh, we just sell garbage. We're, we're crap and dusty. All of us. Okay. You do notice how women sing their own praises and sniff their own farts just before they diminish men in some way. And that's their ego. That is their ego. That's their ego. That's their emotional, vindictive, vengeful mentality that they have they are the true predators and i've said this before and i don't say this to be hateful it's just in comparison of men the men are looked at obviously another out of shape fat woman walking she white what a mess this bat she looked like um the michelin man they why they had the michelin man the michelin man um logo looks like the motherfucker from ghostbuster right or am i just high they just look similar. But she looked like that. What a fucking mess, man. Walking around, switching, acting sassy. Like, what the fuck? What the? Anyway, I, I got sidetracked, man. That's just terrible. Create and not build when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all. Yeah, I'm I've done them all. I am. Wow. Another 304 slut. Cock Coliseum. The Cock Castle. What a fucking mess. And these women, like I said, their quest and destroying a man only involves them destroying themselves along the way when you got the women who go online these bitches these bitches go online now and what they try to do is they they have this they have this vengeful hateful mindset towards the men that they've personally dealt with they allow themselves to get fucked by the men because you know None of these men take advantage of them. None of these men do anything harmful that these women personally didn't want because a lot of these women go for those type of guys, right? What happens? What usually happens at the end of it all? It's a question. They try to expose the guys. Oh, this guy's a fuckboy. All these guys are fuckboys. And then they'll say something like, trust me, I've been with them. What does that say about you? You fucking harlot. You got to talk to these women. Not necessarily like this, but this is for entertainment purposes. Wink, wink. What the fuck are you to call anybody a bum, a deadbeat, and you're the one that laid up with the nigga? What the? 
No accountability. Do what you have. I'm sure you've done them all. You've done them all. That's why eyes are closed, stuck shut. Yeah. Yikes. Disgusting. Another 304 slut. Memories. Oh. I'm just saying, I don't know if it happened. I'm, I'm just speculating. Swore. Speculating. I mean, she's done every agent spectrum. You know, someone, somewhere, must have stuck their love in her eye. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it must have happened. Um, They are not positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources. And some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Damn. Would you date a bus driver? Oh, shit. You. If he owns the bus, yo, we... another 304 slut. Yeah, demon. Oh my god, what a demonic woman. Right, this, right, that's too much. She's not. Let's take it back. That came out too quickly. Demon. If he owns the bus, but what a wicked woman. That's probably a bit still too strong. But demon. Look, I understand her point. She's making a point of standards as a woman. She makes a good living. Why not have standards? She deserves to have her standards, of course. If he owns the bus, no dispute at all. But the attitude is like. For what? If you think to yourself as a man, how could you become so successful as a woman and still be so bitter? Who hurt you? It's like, damn women. I don't know what it is about money that makes a lot of women just act like they. Just like they grow a pair of balls and it just becomes some just... No, 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 Blokish dudes. And it's not attractive at all. But then, again, but then again, most of us can't afford it. Most of us are dusty to it. The bus. So if you're a bus driver, you're working any form of transport services, unless you're a pilot or something, I don't know. You're inferior to her. Yeah? It's a bit classist. It's a, well, there it is. It is that too, but they're delusional in their class. Where they're at, they think too highly of themselves to be realistic and, and acknowledge where they're at and maybe they need to do better to get better. But if you tell a woman that, it doesn't go well. But a bitch can tell you to man up and a bitch knows nothing about being a man. She wants to act like a man. She wants to think like a man, thanks to Steve Harvey, a simp, by the way. <clears throat> but, you know, she wants all these things like a man except the consequences, except, except the sleepless nights, except the physical labor, I mean, I can keep going, but, you know. You say? Yes. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus, yeah, that's, no. that's a problem. That's a problem. Okay. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is black. for who we are as women. She black. You ever wonder why certain black women talk like that as if she's saying something meaningful? So there's always those pauses before she decides to say something like that. Bitches ain't saying a goddamn thing that no other person have said. But the way they say it, it sounds good, right? She probably one of them pastors, female pastor, which, by the way, I mean, I don't want to get into that and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well. If she good to his mama, she gotta be about 42 talking like that. You know it and I know it. Bitch 32, a bitch 32 years old, she's still looking for a thrill. So she ain't, she ain't even on that 
she's not even on that playing field when it comes to thinking and looking for a solid guy. She's looking for the top guy. And for her, the top guy is the only guy when she's in her late 20s, mid 20s. Some cases, if she's still attractive, early 30s, mid 30s. But when she's 42 and she's had those experiences and she's dealt with those consequences head on, she thinks different, right? Now it's now it's this mindset of I did what I did and I'm trying to do better. That's a woman who's 42. And look, no direct judgment. She she probably had her fun, right? Cock carousel. Right? Being a tramp. Another 304 slut. <laughs> Being a tramp. Okay? We do a little trolling. Alright. And look, 42, okay, if he loves what he does. Let me be honest with women for a minute. There's not going to be a lot of guys who will tell him like this. What you do, whether you love it or not, I can care less if I can be fair with you. If you're doing something, then you're doing it because you have to do it. You may, you may not do it because you want to do it. And that's the difference between men and women on that sense. I go to my job and I really don't like, I don't, it's not that I don't like my job. I don't like the people, you know, but I just go and do what I got to do. Right. It's not about feeling all the time. Women get lost in the feeling and the act. Oh, you got to love what you do. Bitch, if I make enough money and I don't have to deal with the bullshit of people around me, I'm good. I don't have to love what I do because what's love without logic? It's all emotion. Oh, you just got to love it. You got to love your job. You got to be passionate. Oh, and by the way, you got to love your mom. You know, they think about that shit later on. They weren't thinking about that in their 20s. Trust me. Let's be realistic here. But none of that matters if he does not make enough money. Yeah, so if you think your personality and character matters to these high-earning independent women, yeah, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. Have a nice day. All right. Hold up, let me do a let me do a little silencer and a tango down for that. Tango down! Alright. Replicant fish. The AJ ran to reaction. Shout out to him. He black. But uh, I'm kinda over this whole Bud Light bullshit. I am kinda over this a whole Bud Light situation. I had to turn the air on. It is hot. Muggy. I forgot there was even like some stupid fair or some shit going on. And it's like I live in like a black area in a white neighborhood. So it's like the only time you see like a bunch of whites just marching up and down the street. It's like I'm looking out the window like, you know, I'm getting like my ancestral, the ancestral realm kick in for me. You know, I had flashbacks of my ancestors dealing with dealing with these people burning crosses and shit. Like, it's very bizarre when you're in an area that you know 
is talked badly about people, but yet the people still believe that that's not happening. It's like it's easy, and I understand it to an extent where where people like myself, who kind of are like the radical Negroes that go, you know, it's not all about racism. It's not all about, you know, all this shit going on. And to reach a point to where you can say there's good versus evil, there's it's a spiritual warfare, right? And if you genuinely believe in the spirit, you believe in your essence and who you are and your individuality, it it's entirely different. So I don't have to come on no racial shit. But it's just like seeing a bunch of whites, you know, in my neighborhood out of all places. What are these people doing? You know? And it's nothing it's nothing racial. It's just it, it's just any other time you don't see this shit. Now you got to worry about getting your parking spots taken. No other time they don't they'll never even want to drive through this part of town. Right? They never want to drive through this part of town, but if there's an event going on and it's during the daytime, these people walk proudly up and down the street, middle of the street, walking their dogs, khaki shorts. Like what a mess, man. What's up with the khaki shorts? What's going on with the whites, right? You know, it's like when white people when white people sit back and they talk about why like the blacks, like oh, they, you know, when back when niggas was really sagging, showing their whole ass, literally showing their ass. And like the whites talk about it like what's going on with the blacks? Ass hanging out. These other these whites, man, they got khaki shorts. Like it's just a bad look. You know what I mean? It's not, there's nothing cool about it. Like this other guy, he has some, um, he got the charcoal shorts, you know, legit, probably Dockers, I'm assuming, most likely Dockers, Wranglers, uh, Wranglers, Dockers, one of them. The other guy, this snobby guy, he's just walking, because like I'm looking through my side mirror right now, and my rear view is just all the whites that just boldly walk, because look, man. When I was here, when, when when motherfuckers moved in this area in 1996, it was entirely different, right? This street that I live on and the street uh, connected were just all black, all black. There wasn't a white soul in any of these two streets that lived around in a neighborhood. And there was... I would say racial tension. I wouldn't say racism, but there were definitely uh, racial tension when white people back then, like 96, 97, when they would walk through the street, you know, uh, blacks would say, yo, what y'all doing out here? Beat it. Get out of here. You really hear that shit. And and I always said to myself, well, damn, that sounds fucked up. Because if I was on their street and these motherfuckers were telling me to leave and get the fuck out, I would feel some type of way. But the whites, they just had to, you know, suck it up. Oh, man, these fucking, you know, they say it under their breaths, though. These fucking spooks. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. So I understand racism. I don't support it. I make fun of it, but I don't support it. It's just I understand both sides of it. I've seen blacks discriminate whites because they were white. And I've also seen whites discriminate blacks because they're black. But because I have, I'm supposed to have the mentality of, well, I'm black. I'm supposed to stand up for my people, right? 
I may get offended. I may act off of emotion and just off of thought and not put any logic into it where you see it happening on both ends. You see discrimination on both ends. You see a form of separatism on both ends, more so publicly by the blacks, the black universities, the black colleges, black fraternity, like all that, all that became more out there in the open. And I think it was done purposely just to make a point. Like, hey, how can a country be so racist where you have all these black predominant groups that are allowed to be considered a group and an organization within the country? Just a question. Now, it's not for me to say racism doesn't exist, although there's there's parts of that that I do agree with in the sense of what we look at as racism has been flipped when we look at slavery as racism. It may have been a racist act by the Europeans in America, but based on what it is, it wasn't slavery and it wasn't the first time uh, anyone was put in the chains, let alone blacks. The blacks were sold out by the rulers of Africa because there was a. It's a hierarchy similar to this country, except this country is a little bit more blatant. Where the people up top. They have their position. People under them and under them and under them, they got their position. And those that are on the bottom, they're the ones that are sold into slavery. And keep in mind, these were black Africans enslaving other black Africans. You got these hipsters. These people look like fucking weirdos, man. I'm sick of it. Walking around my fucking neighborhood. <laughs> Why don't you beat it? You know what I mean? That's how that's how that's how the whites like when they're like when you when you have something like gentrification in reality, property wise and money wise, it's a good thing. It's just blacks don't a lot of blacks just don't want to realize it. But what happens is when they go to <laughs> and I love it. This is why I love being black, right? Like when you when you go to areas and you know, and you see a bunch of black people on the corner, it's a reality that this isn't necessarily the best area to be at. It's just a reality, right? So you drive in, oh, you may get lost. Oh, where am I going? Let me find the nearest gas station. Let me find the nearest Wawa, 7-Eleven, wherever. And you go past a street that has a stop sign. You stop, you're about to turn, and you see about 10, 15 niggas. It looks like a dip set for those who are old fans of hip-hop like myself. The old groups and shit. Dip set. It looked like a dip set video. Niggas was filming. Like, what is this? Right? And then you look around in the area, and you go, okay, there's trash on the ground. Shit. And whites ain't going out there throwing trash on the ground. Whites ain't going out there necessarily directly handing guns to y'all and telling you to kill each other. Y'all are doing it. And then you'll go to that same area. And this is what happened where I'm at. The same area um, now, 2023, where white people, there's about one, one, two, three, four. There's like seven white people that live in this area now. When I got, when I came in here in 1996, when I got here in 1996, there were all black people. 
all black, right? And when you see the new houses, what well, it didn't, it wasn't necessarily new houses. They uh, they redid everything. They remodeled everything, so it looks all nice and proper. And you know they charging an arm and a leg for it. And the only people that are the only people that are going to really afford it going forward is white people. So people will say, well, that's racism. All right, whatever. You get whites that pay for their shit, and they don't want to destroy property. They, they just want to do what they do. They don't even want to bother you. They just want to leave you alone, and they want to be left alone. They're better people to live around. Their motherfuckers getting low income. And look, this is just a fucking reality, man. Let's be honest. And I'm black, so I know. All right, um, you get you get a lot of Negroes and whites for that matter. Let's just be honest, because like I said, I'm pretty I'm pretty much uh, I'm pretty much about equality when it comes to discriminating against everyone and really judging. And it's really this the discrimination of character and it's not color. That's what makes my discrimination righteous. Seriously. If you just take away color, okay, this person seems good, this person doesn't seem good, and you take away the reason behind it being their appearance and mostly their character and how they carry themselves, you will be better off in life. That's just my personal opinion. And I'm living proof. I rarely interact with people like I used to. And... There was a time where I was like that. You got a bitch right now. A black bitch with purple hair with a white guy. What the? Disgusting, man. I'm joking about that. I am not I am not against uh, race mixing whatsoever. I am not against race mixing. I don't consider a black man who dates a white man to be a sellout. Just my personal opinion. I don't. But that was just bizarre. I'm just observing and speaking at the same time, you know, chopping it up, you know, random conversations. We're going to push this to two hours. So I'm relaxed. Plus, I don't think I'm going to do anything later on tonight. So going to enjoy my blunt, enjoy these random discussions. Possibly I'm, I might skate. I might, I might go skate in a little bit. I might hop on the skateboard. It's been a it's been at least three months since I skated, so that'll be fun, I guess. Bomb a couple hills, right? But this this whole division shit in itself doesn't make sense because the blacks that know that we are doing bad, we're fucking up, we're fucking up our communities, we're fucking up as a people, there's not enough of us to really stand up and, and, and address things for what it is and to not be hypocritical about it because I was a part of it all. Well, I wasn't directly a part of it. You know, I'm not out here. I'm not, I wasn't no fucking hitman. I'm not nothing like that. No, but I was of the same influence and I believed the same things, but by being ostracized for thinking different, I was able to embrace who I truly was without the acceptance of others. So when I talk about today, how I don't deal with people, I'm not sad about it. I'm satisfied. And a lot of people just don't, they don't want to have these type of discussions because it's all emotional. We can't laugh. We can't joke around. 
we can't have fun and we also can't be informed? What the? You're either entertained by nonsense and bullshit on a day-to-day basis or you're being lied to on a television set with these fucking mainstream media maniacs that are just all about pushing propaganda and nonsense instead of the things that are really going on around the world. Because we are all selfish in our own way in this country. But I believe that selfishness is necessary. The America first thing I believe is necessary. To make America great again is necessary. And for all the blacks that say there was never a time where America was great for black people, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sick and tired of hearing this shit from grown grown men. You're still being oppressed. You're being held down like never before. As if you got motherfuckers out here really getting hung. You really got these Klansmen out here, sheets and all, operating in plain sight. Give me a fucking break, man. Radical race relations. I think this is going to be another radical race relations for the Saturday shenanigans. And my form of radical race relations is just a crash course in seeing the good and evil on both sides. And then at the end of the day, you make the decision. Do you want to be of good or do you want to be of evil? I want to be of good, but I don't I don't want to project myself as a good person because I am not. Every and, and I believe this when JLP says it, everyone has the hatred and brutality of Adolf Hitler or Mussolini within them. Everyone. And not within action, but within thoughts, within emotion, within spirit. The devil, the deceiver, the one that is in your head, like he is in mine, like he is in human beings. It's that decision of the good part of you, which is your spirit, telling you what is right and what you should do. And the bad part of you being your thoughts, you wanting to defy you wanting to reject what is right for you. This is why all these people are doing what they're doing today. They're rebelling. They, they are following their thoughts and emotions and they're not going with their spirit. And this is why those people are spiritually lost because people don't even acknowledge that they have a spirit. If they can't, if they can't see it, right? If they can't look at it, it doesn't exist to them. This is why a lot of these people hate God because they can't see him. But yet everybody has so much faith in God. Or at least everybody claims to have so much faith in God. Right. I find it interesting. And like this, just just journey of mine, right? Just being the lone wolf, right? And not going along to get along. And standing out in the process and being alone, which makes me closer to spirit, closer to self, closer to my company, therefore closer to God. It's more fulfilling. It's more satisfying than being around people I don't necessarily like just to be around them. Oh, it's company. What the... I remember those days, man. It's just hanging out with people because you had nothing else better to do. 
and you know the people that and it's not it's not like a hateful thing but you know it and they secretly know that you guys aren't really friends like that but they may do something or say something to try to make you think otherwise because they want what you have or you want what they have and it's like this mind game right like for me like if people i don't know like not people i don't know but if people i know who only go to me for certain things before they even open their mouth i'll just tell them i don't have it so that way they can just keep going there's no bullshit uh conversation or you know none of that and you take out the emotion of it there's no hatred there's no hatred and separation when you separate yourself and i mean outside of race of course because you know if you want to separate yourself racially i mean what other way can you look at it as besides racist right but when you separate yourself as an individual from the group and you become more true to self, more so than confident, you become true to self where it's like, you know what you know, but you don't know everything. And that always, that's supposed to humble you and bring you back to everybody else and to not judge others unless you are willing to be judged. I'm a black conservative. I'm used to being judged so I can handle the criticism. Therefore, I choose to judge those. And even when I judge those, I don't judge them out of hate. Maybe a hatred of what they do, but not a hatred of what they are, who they are as people. So, like I said, a lot of people, they're not willing to separate it. They can't separate the two. And that whole idea of the people trying to fit in rather than stand out or the people that look for their better half rather than solving the problem within from within. These people, they look on the outside for problems that they have on the inside. The hatred. If you're a person of hate, the last thing you want to be around is people because you'll be influenced by their hatred or you'll influence others with yours. Words are powerful. Words are more powerful than what people would want to admit. Right? I use my words like a magician, right? Although I troll a lot, but the things that I believe are the things I believe. And the more separation that there is, the less peace that you will have most people don't have peace from within and like i said they look for peace on outside sources right and in some cases it's not bad okay you learn to meditate you learn prayer you have a true relationship with god um and you don't need temples or churches the temple is your body and the spirit dwells within it and that spirit can only be controlled by God, but the thoughts, the devil, the demons, the addictions, whatever it is that's within everybody, becomes the controller of the body instead of the spirit. Those who aren't spiritual, they'll just say that what I'm saying is all bullshit and, you know, wish them well. 
they'll tell me that when I'm saying this bullshit, but they believe in horoscopes, crystals, black magic, voodoo, all this other stupid shit. Devils. Oh, you believe you you believe the magical guy in the sky. Oh yeah, well you believe that you are in control and you create things and you do things only in yourself. With no power, no influence, no spirit. That's a fucking joke if you ask me. You're better off telling me you believe in Santa Claus as well. And the Tooth Fairy. But even the even the division, oh well you're dividing yourself against atheists. Yeah, I don't care. I'll divide myself from them. Just like I said, I'll divide myself from the typical radical liberal. I, I don't I don't have to deal with y'all. On a professional level, work level, sure. But you don't want to have conversations with me about politics. And have me believe that you have blacks in, in your best interest. It's all fucking bullshit, man. It's all BS. Whole lot of rants going on with this episode, but I think I'm getting somewhere. But when I was talking about the division aspect, religion is division. And people have to understand that and really put thought into that when you consider yourself a loving child of God, but you'll hate another person because they believe something that you don't. Religion is division. When you've been having warfare going on between pretty much the Arabs and the Jews for years. You have a divide when it comes to the Christian and the Muslim in this country. And these people consider themselves to be people of God, but they divide themselves just off of belief. What a mess. What the? And like I said, in Jerusalem, the Jews are attacking the Christians in Jerusalem. This is like biblical shit. A lot of people have to really understand what's taking place. Um, Iran is clicking up with Saudi Arabia. Um, China's clicking up with Russia. Um, these other places are all getting together. What do you think they're getting together to do? To have a discussion with the American people? No, they're trying to get rid of us. What the? They're trying to get rid of us. I'm kind of trolling, but I'm kind of not. I'm not really trolling, but. Secretly, they want to destroy America. We know this. We all know this. China been wanting to, to wipe out America because they have this, you know, they have this belief where, and, and Americans, some of them just signed up because they're sellouts of this country. The treason, the treason and, and just the crime and corruption is just undeniably out there. But everybody worrying about Trump. You mean the guy who's not a part of the establishment that y'all don't want running? Now you guys want to indict him and it has nothing to do with politics? Got it. All lies, BS. People follow it. They're, they're comfortably lied to. And it could be the most illogical thing on planet Earth. But the fact that it's on mainstream media, it gotta be, it gotta be true, right? Brainwashed, defeated, left and right, defeated. They don't think for themselves. They think too much into politics. 
politics to me is just a passionate talking point. Right. Because I believe that there should be an equal two sided spectrum. And these people that just sit back, they're on the left complaining about where there's only a two party system. They're not educated about the other party. They don't know about the bullshit that they support. And, you know, the world continues to turn. Man. This is why these uh, radical race relations editions uh, of the podcast is, is very uh, on the edge, right? It's a black, right? It's a black talking politics, and he's not a lefty. He's not a Democrat. He must be a coon. He's a conservative. Look at all these whites, too. This one guy, this white guy, he got sandals on, pink shorts, obviously drinking a beer in a red cup, just walking around. No problems. Stay out of my neighborhood, right? Stay out of my neighborhood. Get off of my lawn. <laughs> wow. Where's my blunt at? Let me finish smoking this. That way I can finish this podcast episode. Just random Saturday shenanigans, but also a radical race relations relatable type of episode, type of ordeal, if you will. But yeah, it's you really got to sit back and just think about everything going on and just ask yourself, well, where do you stand with it? Do you stand with a group or do you stand alone? And to stand alone, it's, it's not a it's not a popular move, guys. It's becoming a thing because people are making a deal of it. But for the people that really go through it, for the people that believe what they believe and they're separated because of it, regardless of color. And these people really start going, fuck it, I'm going to speak out and say what I want to say. First Amendment, I'm not um, I'm not promoting violence. I try not to promote hate. I can't say I don't promote hate because it's all. And the interpretation of the person or whoever is listening, their perspective of how it's being said or what's being said. I can't control how people feel and I don't fucking care to. Like I said, this society is weak, soft. People are afraid to stand up for what is right. People instantly go for what is evil and what is wicked because it's promoted and it's accepted by social media, mainstream media. these fucking bullshit advertisements, anything and everything under the sun. It's purely at this point of the devil. And if you don't want to believe in the devil, you don't want to believe in God, it's of good and evil. And at this point, it's a pure evil. And the evil, it's, it's so, it's so, wicked it's so powerful that everybody's on board with it and people don't even know it's like they're in a trance they're like they're literally plugged in they're they're plugged in permanently they're logged on permanently and they're constantly being fed lies and horseshit 
about other people's lives and what other people are doing. And then the people get too caught up in what other people are doing instead of what they're doing. And they ain't doing shit. They're talking about people and they ain't doing right themselves. And I can acknowledge talking at one point, talking bad about people. But deep down inside, I wasn't doing right. I wasn't doing well. I wasn't focusing on what I needed to do. And it was almost like a form of escapism. And like I mentioned before, people are entertained by other people's problems. Reality TV is what it is because of that, or at least the illustration or the uh, portrayal, because we know reality TV is bullshit. But it's just something to think about, right? Because people really, people are entertained by other people's drama and bullshit, but when it's their drama, they don't want other people to know about it. They don't want other people, unless you're a narcissist or unless you're self-centered and it's all about your problems and what you're going through. There were people like that in my life that I just knew weren't good people. And the reason why they weren't good people was they only seen the bad of their situation. They don't acknowledge other people having a tough time or other people going through problems. It's just about what they're going through. And that's when I knew, like, all right, I can't deal with these people. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like people that only hit you up when they're in hard times. Oh, they need somebody to talk to. They're going through this. They're going through that. But when they're doing good, when they're doing right, when they're doing what they're supposed to do, you don't hear from them. (laughs) What the? You don't hear nothing from them. They look at you. It's like it's like on a on a spiritual level, they, they look at you as God. Like you have to handle their burdens. But when you're doing right, you don't acknowledge God. You don't thank God. This is a sermon without even realizing it's a sermon. But with all that being said, these people who come across only talking about the issues that they're going through, especially guys, a woman, because that's going to happen six times out of ten. Six out of ten chance that 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 woman is going to be primarily about herself the only time she's going to talk about you is your income what you got to offer that's when it's about you when it comes to problems me 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 what she expects me 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 right think about it but those type of people man you just can't deal with them they're self-centered they're only going to acknowledge their problems They don't care about the things around them besides their space, their possessions, what they have. That's why they talk about it all the time. Well, I got this job. I got these shoes. I got this bag. You know what I mean? And what what does that all mean at the end of the day? Absolutely nothing. Oh, you appear... You appear a certain way. Oh, she's good looking. But as a person, she's spiritually lost and she's wicked and she's promiscuous. So she has no value. She has no value in herself. So therefore, she'll have no value for another man. She will she will not be valuable to a man because she has no value in herself. And the women today, not all, not all, not all, but most 
they're so caught up in the unrealistic expectations of he got to be a six-figure man and, you know, he got to have this, he got to have that. And a lot of y'all women are out of shape, like I mentioned before. I mean, a lot of people in general in this country, obesity is a problem in this country that people don't want to address. But when it comes to women, it's those type of women who are obese that have those expectations. And like, I can't really understand how they get away with it. I'm not mad about it. It's really comical at this point. It's strictly comical. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, legit, I can care less. Things to talk about, right? Just shit to talk about. I want to play more radical whites in the future. I'm gonna grab some Anthony Cumia clips because he's a white supremacist, and um, I'm a I'm gonna grab him because he's a goose stepper. He's a kraut, I think. Even though he's a guinea, he's a Mussolini sympathizer, right? I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab some of his shit. More Gavin McGinnis. Maybe a clip from Alex Jones, just because I find Alex Jones to be very entertaining. As well as Anthony Cumia and uh, Gavin McGinnis, of course. Gavin McGinnis is just more... He's he's the he's the quote-unquote uh, white supremacist who's, who's responsible for the Proud Boys. Another group of uh, white supremacists that have Mexicans and blacks in it. And I've talked about it before, how if there is white supremacy, man, these people are really about inclusion. They're on another level. It's like these far right, these alleged far right groups and radicals are way more inclusive than we can admit. I've seen blacks and the Proud Boys marching along with these whites. I've seen the Mexicans, the Browns. They're out there marching along with the whites because they love America. They give a fuck about America. And when there's a group like that, that is against the establishment and what they want going on, the best thing they can do is throw a white supremacy out there. While the blacks are in the group going, wait, what is going on here? They're like, yo, we're on the side of good. We're in here beating the shit out of looters. We're out here, you know, representing America, holding the American flag. We're not out here spreading racial propaganda. We're not doing none of that. But the media gets their hands on it and go, oh, the Proud Boys, they're criminals. They only show the whites. They'll have clips only showing the whites. It's like it's like when they had the Trump speeches back in the day, they didn't show the blacks in the audience. There's there's be a shit ton of black people. And and it's that silent majority that is more of a thing today politically with the blacks, where it's like they're they're waking up, right? And they're realizing, like, this guy who is anti-establishment, therefore anti-politician to an extent, who just so happened to have good people alongside of him, and I mean Trump, he had more good intentions for blacks than the past five fucking presidents. Look, the stats, call me a coon, call me what you want. The stats speak for itself. The result, you've seen the result. The unemployment level at its lowest. But y'all still going along with what media is telling you. So, of course, the media, they'll tell you, you know, Trump's a racist, right? And they did this while promoting Hillary Clinton. Like, what a clown show. What a joke. What a fucking joke. 
clown world. Oh, Trump's the racist, but uh, we got Clinton going against him. Uh, Trump's a racist, but we got Joe Biden as president. All right, that's cool. People go along with it. Okay, okay, it's time to vote Biden. Brainwashed. Going along and get along. I like my position because my position, I'm just radical on both sides of the fence. Whites who are liberals, they, they despise me. They know that I don't go along with the program. And if they could and get away with it, they would call me a coon and a sellout just like the black who's on the left. And the blacks, they listen to this shit as cooning, whatever, whatever, but they can't say anything that I'm saying being lies. That's that's the only that's the only like like on my end and what I believe that puts me on pretty much the chopping block on both sides. Racially. Because there's only but a few conservative blacks who really stand up and believe what they say and say what they believe. without being paid off or they they don't they don't have to acknowledge the fact that they're being controlled or like these these hip hop these hip hop personalities don't get you know handouts or they don't get interviews from these politicians for nothing you know they're kind of going along to get along too and spreading the propaganda and misinformation sad You hear that in the background? These whites are playing music somewhere. I don't know why they can't. Their music sucks. It's not a racial thing. I listen to Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Black Sabbath. I listen to all that. I like music in general. But these people suck. And I have to hear this shit all day. If there were a group of blacks that were out here playing music this loud, the cops would be here in no time. You know it and I know it. Don't matter where you're at. Any city, USA. These whites, they play shitty guitars. Like, they're not good at what they do. Guys with paint. This guy has a green mohawk, a purple shirt, looking like Joker. This is embarrassing, man. What's going on with the whites? Not all, not all, not all. Mostly liberal. And not even all liberal, but what I'm talking about... It's like I'm prejudiced in that sense. It's like I look at a white guy, pink mohawk or pink hair, tie-dye shirt, I think hipster, trendy liberal. We like Obama because he's black. You know, we need more blacks. We need more browns. We need open borders, et cetera, et cetera. That's what I think. And I know that's bad of me to say, but at least I'm honest about it. Because like I said, green mohawk. And these people walk up and down the street. I'm about to start patrolling the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Start patrolling my neighborhood. Old West, man. I'm going to carry a revolver on me. Old West. Smith and Weston. You know what I mean? Anyway. While this shitty music is playing, I am about to end this episode. So as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with a radical race relations edition of the Saturday shenanigans within 
the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.